We got real news for you. Politics and culture and entertainment too. From a Marxist point of view. So open up your holes and loop up for the news. Hey. Hey, hey. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the bridge. Hey. Hey. I'm, I'm Comrade Britt. And I'm Pat. Hey, yeah, this is uh, real news from the podcast Soy Trek. Soy Trek. Yeah, we're uh, we're here. We're soy. Mm-hmm. Get yoy to it. That doesn't yeah. work at all. No, get no. goy to it. Get goy to it. Yeah. <laughs> get goyim to it. Yeah. yeah. Get not not get gentile to it. Mm-hmm. We're gonna get gentile with it, baby. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we're going to get Gentile in the house. And all the Goyim say, I'm pretty fly for a white guy. This is not a kosher podcast. <laughs> you feel me? No, it is actually very kosher, yeah. I think. I think. Yeah, probably. We, we welcome all of our uh, all of our Semitic friends yeah, yeah. to listen to this podcast. Mm-hmm. You, are, you are welcome with us. Yeah, yeah, of course. Are there, I feel like there's not really any, like, out Jews on Star Trek, are there? You ever think about that? No, I think there are, because I think... Yeah, because it's kind of like... I mean, maybe Jewish-coded, but not like... I mean, I feel like the Vulcans are almost Jewish-coded, you know? Yeah, but, like, yeah, it seems like... Yeah, that's interesting, because I know we've talked about how there's, like, hardly any Italians. Right. <laughs> and so, yeah... I mean, thank God. Yeah, yeah thank yeah. God. Yeah, <laughs> But I think it goes... Yeah, because, like, I don't know. Yeah, it's weird because, like, you know, they've made a ch- decision to kind of omit religion from... Right, but the Jew- Jewish people are a people as well. Yeah, they're a people as well. Like, but it's, like, it's an ethnic and religious. Yeah, thing, yeah. So, so it's like wondering if like they had trouble. Like I don't know. Yeah, that's something that someone's. Uh, I, I I probably feel like probably should have some discussion. Yeah, which our prize hasn't had in, in the past. Probably something real bad with the eugenics wars. <laughs> oh God, there was something real, <laughs> real bad with the. Why eugenics did we clone Hitler? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there's there, that's a bad road to go down. Let's get to the news. Yeah, yeah, let's <laughs> get to the news. Let's get to the news. So uh, here's something you were talking about. Yeah, um, speaking of uh, discrimination and uh, and uh, racism, <laughs> is is that part of this? Yeah, oh yeah. Oh, boy. oh yeah. Like when I was, tell- I didn't get to the juicy bits when I was. Oh, telling I you guess about not. It. So I'll I'll read this article and you can you yeah, can yeah. kind of uh, come in whenever. Fill so. in the blanks. Uh, we've got a, a D&D lawsuit, uh, this mm-hmm. article says. Uh, the new TSR declares bankruptcy, pausing court case. Mm-hmm. Uh, trial had previously been set for October, and this uh, just came out uh, like four days ago, mm-hmm. this article. So starts here. Uh, this one, by the way, is by Charlie Hall for Polygon, I guess. Mm-hmm. Something like that? Yeah, polygon.com. Here we go. Uh, lawsuits pending between Dungeons & Dragons publisher Wizards of the Coast and a newly formed TSR are on pause as of June 12th. That's because TSR has filed for Chapter 7 bankruptcy uh, that is the liquidation of a company's property. Such a filing triggers an automatic stay, which is a pause on any other legal proceedings involving the company. Nevertheless, TSR's website remains online, and the company appears to be accepting orders for its products. Polygon has reached out to TSR's bankruptcy lawyer for comment. Uh, TSR was originally founded in 1973 by Gary Gygax and Don Kay. The company was purchased in 1997 by Wizards of the Coast. The newly formulated TSR is owned by budding game publisher Justin Lanasa, a resident of North Carolina. Uh, mm-hmm. Who you said was like a failed Republican? He's a, he was a failed Republican uh, candidate. Mm-hmm. 
who and mostly the reason why he failed mm -hmm. is because like a lot of like accusations came about uh, against him he apparently was asking female staffers to wrestle in a in a pool of hot grits yeah 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 and so he he did, also has a chain of tattoo parlors has a chain of tattoo parlors i understand yeah okay, okay so he was he's a piece of shit he's yeah. a big piece of shit uh-huh and and he's forming this company with gary gygax's son who's right. also a piece of shit okay yeah and i guess gary gygax has multiple kids you know mm -hmm. he, has, he has a couple sons mm -hmm. this is the racist son Bummer. so no, so know that going forward in this article because it gets pretty fucked up okay so <laughs> the new tsr initially filed suit against wizards of the coast in december 2021 claiming that wizards had abandoned multiple trademarks and copyrights related to its purchase of tsr mm -hmm. wizards is counter suing tsr and lanasa personally for trademark infringement cyber squatting and more in september uh wizards made the unusual request that a judge prevent TSR from publishing a role-playing game that it said was, in addition to uh, being based on trademarks in dispute, was filled with, quote, blatantly racist and transphobic content, unquote. Mm -hmm. Yep, the, uh, they acquired a, a, um, a, a role-playing game from mm -hmm. uh, the 80s, which was called Star Frontiers, which is kind of like a, a futuristic sort of like um D, D game okay and i guess like um you know along with like you know when which is the coast acquired uh tsr they forgot to like fill out the necessary paperwork to mm -hmm. really like claim these things yeah or, or i guess like have like definitive like control over it so they were sure. able to take over star frontiers mm -hmm. and fight and so these guys when they take it over i guess like they're the kinds of guys that are like mad that uh, that you know games have include have uh had inclusion women. yeah <laughs> and, yeah women yeah uh minorities like yeah. uh, and inclusion of people who actually play gamergate chuds yeah gamergate chuds so so their response is like i'm i think this article may have the 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 uh the screenshots from their from the case filings uh -huh. it is oh no they oh no okay so they like they, they include incredibly racist mm. um content where uh black people and they use like a derogatory term for the black for black people in the in oh, the game no. and they're considered a subclass no. of human no. whose whose intelligence is limited no. uh, as, as opposed to like white nordic to the nordics no. who are blonde and blue haired who had who could have like have unlimited intelligence points connected no. to them also they made a point of saying that trans people cannot exist in this game what yep so that's pretty much and it's hard and that's the thing like 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 it's hard to really root i you know, wizard of the coast they're kind of shitty like they've actually hired pinkertons recently yeah <laughs> and yeah. um they're shitty but yeah and and also like kind of like you know ip law sometimes is kind of shitty anyway mm -hmm. but it's just like yeah like like really like shutting down these fucking chuds mm -hmm. <laughs> like like is is pretty like pretty important but it's funny because like they end up shooting themselves in the foot yeah because um and the in the year 2023 like mm -hmm. they're they're so far they have like uh reported a fi uh, um uh income they've like they've uh only made 621 dollars and 93 cents and 93 cents however their total liabilities it says here <laughs> yeah. including money that's owed to lanasa himself as well as his other business mm -hmm. plus legal fees totals three hundred eighty four thousand nine hundred and forty one dollars and ninety nine cents yep. 
So. I like the 99 cents. Yeah, I know. So he's getting a deal on that. Yeah. It's not It's not 38, <laughs> you know, $384,942. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So like in a deal. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah. Cause they're, they, cause they were trying to, you know, sue like wizards of the coast for like, you know, to make sure that they have like the name TSR mm-hmm. and of course like star frontiers and like, and now like they can't continue on with the court case, which is actually taking place in Seattle. Yeah, it is. And, um, and, uh, yeah, they can't continue with cause yeah, they have to file for bankruptcy mm-hmm. because they don't have any money right, right, <laughs> they're right. completely broke yeah so they were scheduled for october but a judge for the u.s district court here in seattle postponed it until march 2024 mm-hmm. so next year uh it's unclear if that date will be moved once again when the bankruptcy preding proceedings are completed and the automatic stays lifted mm-hmm. we should go to that yeah we should uh, if uh, if it if it comes back yeah, yeah like yeah so these guys are absolute shitheads mm-hmm. like like they just wanted to make and that's the thing that I think it shows is like, like these people are mm-hmm. like are just like to gatekeep things like Dungeon Dragons, and they want to exclude, you know, um, LGBT people, mm-hmm. uh, you know, um, non-white people. They feel like, like those people don't belong in these spaces, which is like, but really, they're those people have existed in it from the beginning and it's it's yeah exactly and it's a, it's fucking a fantasy space it's a fantasy like space, you're yeah. you're in a space where you get to like play around and like be all sorts of different things mm-hmm. be orcs and wizards and shit why the fuck you care about the color of someone's skin that's insane <laughs> yeah and uh, yeah it goes against yeah especially with like yeah the star frontiers thing like i think we've talked about like how like yeah like sci-fi is a place where like it's like posits like a world where that stuff is like completely secondary like it, you're it's 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 positing a, a better world that where these where uh racism and shit like doesn't exist or it, it's dystopic and yeah. it's it's a world in which is too racist yeah and, and, and which so, really what they're positing is a world that's dystopic where it's just like yeah let's no no this this is what we but really they're they think it's a good thing like, exactly exactly and, if it, it would be one thing if they were like Hey, trans people can't exist in this universe. So the hero is a trans person, the yeah. one, the one trans person trying to exist and trying to survive. Yeah, that would be a cool ass game. Yeah, right. Um, but yeah, no, it's, but it's no, these bad. chuds, they just like no, like we need to have. But it just shows how like really like appealing to those people isn't actually like profitable or like or or wanted because you're you're basically like. Um, alienating a large percentage of the people who actually buy games, mm-hmm. who buy role-playing games, who buy... God, every trans person I know basically plays, does role-playing <laughs> games. Exactly. It's every- like, that's it's just a thing that, that comes with, like, when you get your hormones, <laughs> they give you the fucking D&D manual with your fucking T or E. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so. yeah like, it's, it, they go hand-in-hand, basically. Mm-hmm. And, to, and to just, like, say fuck you to them, it's like, yeah, of course, like, the only you're going you're making a game for a handful of fucking nazis who, yeah and nazi nerds nazi like, nazi like nerds who the, like don't the have uncoolest people on the fucking planet don't even have enough friends to even play these games right? with and so it's just like yeah like 
like the like making six hundred and twenty one dollars and ninety three cents in the entire year of twenty twenty three. Dude, I is... make more than that most weeks <laughs> with yeah, Soy Track, yeah. and I make bullshit. Like, yeah, I, know. I don't got a I don't got a big fucking name like TRS and shit. Yeah, TSR. Yeah, I, or, I yeah I I ain't owed three hundred and ninety thousand dollars. What the fuck ever. Oh yeah, and and really like people also call it yeah they call them new TSR to differentiate themselves because they aren't actually TSR. Right. Like, right. Like these these are just some fucking like like uh racist nerds mm-hmm. and like they're they're assholes and yeah. fuck them like fuck you yeah. guys <laughs> I can, yeah fuck racist nerds fuck, fuck, racist fuck nerds. racists in general yeah really that's the the big takeaway here yep well that's pretty wild news yeah it's pretty wild news Oh, man. News is pretty wild this week. Um, so if you're on Reddit or found us from Reddit, you might notice that our Reddit has been down since Monday. Oh, yeah. Um, and it's it's been on private. Mm. And uh, I still get um, notifications from Reddit, though, for um, the bad welding Reddit. Cool. <laughs> so I like that, bad welding is a good Reddit. So they're yeah. they're still up there. So I'm yeah. like, oh cool, bad rat welding. Still yeah, going. yeah. There's there's a lot of stuff that's still up on Reddit, but uh, yeah. we'll we'll kind of talk about what has been happening. So uh, this is from an article in NBC News by David Ingram. Um, so Reddit CEO Steve Huffman said Thursday he wants to bring an end to a user-led protest that has made large parts of the influential website inaccessible this week. Huffman said in an interview that he has plans to institute rule changes that would allow Reddit users to vote our moderators, uh, vote out moderators who have overseen the protest, comparing them to a landed gentry. <laughs> okay. These these guys who are doing free moderation for this guy's website that he's making money on. Landed gentry. But they're the ones who are really in charge. Yeah, they're the fucking feudal lords. They're the feudal lords who yeah. are just like, yeah, who are moderating uh, I mean, Reddit groups. Honestly, they are kind of the ones really in charge because they're the ones who actually run the website. Yeah. And we've seen that they're this week. They're doing free work. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> so uh, the protest took down thousands of message boards known as subreddits, including r slash soytrek, starting Monday. And some communities say they plan to continue the action indefinitely, including r slash soy trek yeah oh well r.i.p yeah r slash ip um the action has been led by reddit's unpaid volunteer moderators who have a high level of control over how their subreddits are run participating communities went private making them unviewable even to members you know what i wonder if it's because you know i know you specifically like to crack you know crack down on like the fake ass you know t-shirt bots yeah and like you know which is like you know income generation mm-hmm. <laughs> and so and i wonder if that's the reason like people are moderating if if bots are posting too much in their groups and so mm-hmm. they're just like oh we need our bots we yeah. need we need our you know that's why you know you know bots still exist in large droves on twitter even mm-hmm. though despite the fact that we've been told like oh yeah there's no bots on twitter yeah <laughs> fucking elon musk will never remove the bots on twitter because that's his fucking f- follower base that's, yeah that's yeah and like someone pointed out uh, on twitter recently also like desantis has like four million followers but gets a thousand likes on 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 his posts yeah it's like that seems on that seems that not real and um no that's a crazy ratio that is a crazy ratio and yeah. it's just like yeah because like there's no way there's four million people who you know even know about this guy yeah and yeah. I also just yeah it's, it, it's all a scam and, right. and and like i get 
I get fucking posts with a thousand yeah. likes, yeah. and I've got less than a thousand followers. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. That, it goes. It shows the difference between like you know posting and you know, actual good posting, and then like you know the people who buy the eight dollar po- things and like oh, expect yeah. like expect like automatic like likes and attention. God, for it. The worst thing about them is like. Um, in every subtweet now, they're always all the top comments because they're artificially oh, yeah. placed there. So like, you'll every single like viral post is not done from a person with a blue check mark. Yeah. But then all the top comments in that are because they're artificially put there. It fucking sucks. It does. You have to you have to scroll forever. Mm-hmm. And but one thing I like about it is if it's like a very divisive uh, politically post. Oh yeah, all the blue check marks are wrong immediately. <laughs> all the blue blue check marks are wrong, and then they're also they're all at the top, and you just go down, start from the top and go block, 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 yep. block, block. Yep. Because like really, like you can completely disregard their opinions because they're just like they're just fucking like fucking asshole morons with who actually have a very very minority opinion mm-hmm. and just like. <laughs> And the, usually a very bad opinion on minorities. Yeah, and very bad opinion on minorities. Yeah. And and they should not be taken seriously or even, like, debated with. Or no, even, like, they're completely unserious people. Uns- completely unserious not people. Not worthy of discussion. Not, yeah, like, and really, like, by blocking them, you don't miss anything. And also you get to just, like, be part of the people who just render, like, their $8 a month purchase completely obsolete, mm-hmm. which is... It already is, but it's just like you can do it by just blocking them and not even seeing their bullshit. Yeah. So article continues here. The the protesters oppose changes that will likely cut off their ability to access Reddit through third party apps, and their action has hobbled much of the site. Mm-hmm. And this uh, this this doesn't really cover all of it, really. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, yes, that is the basis for all of it, but third party apps are largely responsible for like actual accessibility for. Uh, hard of hearing, um, hard of seeing, mm-hmm. you know, people uh, basically um, for accessibility. It's yeah. very important. And also just in general, like the third party developers are the ones that actually make this website run well, mm-hmm. that ha- got their API running well in the first place. And now they're trying to charge for API yeah. and charge way too much for it to where it hobbles it and makes it so unless you're a giant corporation, you cannot professionally use the website to do anything. Mm. which is fucked up yeah you know? it's like what why even like yeah because i feel like they're probably they feel like they're being excluded from some sort of like cash flow of some kind yeah well i mean and that's the thing is like they're they're trying to alienate and exclude moderators now in order to like get some more cash flow from corporations yeah. and corporations have nothing to do with reddit or mm-hmm. its user base or its moderation base or the way it runs at all they just pay for ads and so like they pay for some of the server space and that's it but yeah. as far as how the site actually runs they have nothing to do with it yeah i know my brother's been pissed like because like one some of the red he's a big redditor like oh. that's basically like he, does, he has like no social media hmm. but the only thing he likes to use is reddit Great. and like and he was just like my uh, my all my reddit's been taken down. <laughs> like the ones i like to go to i'm like yeah fine yeah cool yeah good, good. That's a, that's actually a good thing, yeah. Because a good protest inconveniences people. Yeah, yeah. Because you're never going to change anything unless you inconvenience people. Because mm-hmm. if nothing material materially changes for people, attitudes and minds are never changed. Mm-hmm. Like y- y- no one's mind is just changed just because like someone makes a compelling argument. That doesn't yeah. fucking happen. No, that's not how politics works. <laughs> it's, we're not living in the West Wing. Come on, <laughs> come on now. 
So Huffman, also a Reddit co-founder, also known as you um, slash Spez, said he plans to pursue changes to Reddit's moderator removal policy to allow ordinary users to vote moderators out more easily if their decisions aren't popular. He said the new system would be more democratic and allow a wider set of people to hold moderators accountable. This would also allow for brigading, though. Mm-hmm. Like this, this is a, a great way. Uh, democratizing things on the internet, as we've seen from like internet polls, especially when things like 4chan exist, mm-hmm. don't work. Yeah. This is this is you're going to give up votes to anonymous people on the internet. Yeah, uh, on how to run the site, which is like. A fucking bad idea. Yeah. A fucking bad idea. If anything, you should allow other moderators to vote out moderators or something like that, but mm-hmm. like just the user base? No. No. That's a, that's a terrible idea. <laughs> um, so he said the new system would be more democratic and allow for a wider set of people to hold moderators accountable. Reddit's current policy says moderators may be removed by higher-ranking moderators or by Reddit itself for inactivity or violations of Reddit-wide rules, which I've actually gotten done a couple times mm. from one of the former uh, moderators of r slash TOS and r slash Star Trek memes. Mm. Yeah, because uh, he kept on removing people for, for bullshit reasons. He, uh, he blocked me and banned me from the sites for uh, posting some stuff um, some anti-Supreme uh, Court stuff after mm. they overturned Roe v. Wade. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. Cool people running those. <laughs> the landed gentry. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, Spez says, quote, if you're a politician or a business owner, you are accountable to your constituents. So a politician needs to be elected and a business owner can be fired by its shareholders, he said. What about privately held businesses, CEO Steve Huffman? Like Reddit up until recently. Guy. Guy, Mr. Uh, Van. So, and he says, uh, quote, and I think on Reddit, the analogy is closer to the landed gentry. The people who get there first get to stay there and pass it down to their descendants. And that is not democratic. I mean, what, 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 you want like people to vote in moderators in the first place? (laughs) I don't understand the idea here. Like, he wants this to be super democratic. Buddy, you're the CEO of this corporation, (laughs) the least democratic structure on earth that has ever existed. You own wage slaves. Mm -hmm. You own people's lives. Mm -hmm. And you're talking about we need more democracy? Fucking unionize Reddit, you dumb dick. Yeah, yeah. That would really, like, that would really, like, have, like, a... Put uh, your fucking money where your mouth is, you idiot loser tech bro. <laughs> yeah. What a fucking piece of shit. God. Fuck this guy. I'm tired of these fucking mouth-breathing, fucking burning man attending adult little fucking... Yeah. Oh, I fucking... I'm tired, I did of see, him. tired of him. I did see a picture of him. Yeah, he does look like a weird little nerd. Yeah, he's still... I mean, this dude is, like, older than me. He still looks like a little boy. Wow, he is? Really? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, he looks he's, like... He's a Reddit founder. He, yeah. Wow, yeah, he looks like a 28-year-old, 25-year-old. Yeah, but also a little boy. Little boy. Little boy. Little boy. Baby boy. Little baby boy. <laughs> um, so, moderators have argued that the high level of control over their communities is well-deserved because of the hours of free labor they've put into making and enforcing rules on the subreddits. Any plan to reduce their influence might result in another backlash. And this, uh, once again, like having admins being able to remove moderators, I think is a good idea. Like clear mm-hmm. abuse is fucking clear, mm-hmm. but you know, 
whatever. It's only worked for the last 10 or 15 years. You know, so. In an interview, Huffman also praised the cost-cutting by Twitter owner Elon Musk, calling the reduced headcount there an example of how social media sites can be profitable without the massive no, revenue. No, it isn't. It lost like $33 billion of its value. They got evicted by uh, in Boulder this week because they weren't paying their rent. Yeah, like what are you talking about? Like the, like the value has tanked at Twitter. It's, yeah, it's <laughs> because because for one, like I don't know, I don't know, like I don't know if you've noticed any like you know and with Twitter, like especially like a lot of times videos don't load, mm-hmm. like sometimes the whole like the site crashes, like sometimes like posting replies is like slow. It's just like yeah. also like that like I have had times where like actual murders have appeared on my timeline. Hell yeah, I've been pro- I've been promoted just like videos of people being stabbed to death. I'm just like okay, okay. yeah, I've seen that too. Like, yeah, I saw neck stabbing on there. That was interesting. Yeah, it's just like okay, so obviously like anyone that was in control of like actually like maintaining like this um, this uh, this website to actually make it usable. It's just like just you know just making sure like. You know, actual murders aren't being posted on the TL. It's just right. Like, I mean, like, I, I, the thing too is like, if if you want this to be like a much more democratic process, fucking pay your people. Yeah, pay, pay your moderators. People. You you want control over moderation? Make moderators your employees. Yeah. You. F- but he yeah. wants it more democratic. He wants it more democratic because he wants it to remain free, but under his control. Mm-hmm. Which I um. Yep. I don't think those two things. I think, yeah. I don't. I don't. I think those are contradictions. Yeah. Uh, imagine like a, someone that's in control of something and they want like free labor that benefits them directly. Yeah. God. What? what landed what is, gentry? Is that what <laughs> sounds familiar. Yeah. 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 So yeah, incredible. Huffman, who co-founded Reddit 18 years ago this month, the first in who has control over things, mm-hmm. like a landed gentry, said he believes the leaders <laughs> of the protest may have had popular support when it started Monday, but have lost most of it since. Mm. No, I don't think so. Yeah. Uh, one change is really important, he said, is making sure that, for example, the protests now or in the future are actually representative of their communities. And I think that may have been the case for many at the beginning of this week, but that's less and less the case as time goes on. He said about 80% of Reddit's top 5,000 communities are back open after what was supposed to have been a two-day content strike Monday and Tuesday. But moderators of some of the biggest subreddits, including the most populous of all, r slash funny, which is not funny, have extended <laughs> have extended their protests by remaining inaccessible in private mode. That's good. Our core concerns still aren't satisfied, uh, Blackout organizers wrote in a post this week titled, The Fight Continues. Explaining their extension, quote, Reddit has been silent since it began, and internal memos indicate they think they can wait us out. Huffman said those decisions should, in effect, go to votes of members. It's anonymous. What do you mean votes of members? (laughs) Like, you can have a million alt counts. There's no democracy. There's no one person. There's no no limit on how many email addresses you can make. No. (laughs) You don't even have to use an email address at all. No. No, you don't. So... He said, uh, quote, uh, what I'm suggesting as a pathway out is actually more democracy. We've got some old legacy decisions on how communities are run, and we need to kind of work our way out of. He gave no timeline for any changes, saying more subreddits might end their protests voluntarily first. Quote, I think most will get there through their own natural decision-making process, and so we're letting that play out, he said. 
Huffman said he wasn't considering changes that would centralize power within Reddit as a company. What are you talking? This is a, a decision that centralizes power within mm-hmm. the company, um, such as having Reddit's paid staff take on more of the duties of moderation. So no to paying your moderators. Yeah. I don't understand why he needs the moderators to be free. I don't understand how that's more democratic. Mm-hmm. Uh, it just boggles the mind. This is some <laughs> this is some baby brain capitalist bullshit. Yeah, I mean, really, yeah, he's just he, yeah, he 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 thinks looking at Elon Musk's like way of just like making it like the barest bones people and making them like either work their asses off, mm-hmm. you know, because like you know Elon Musk had that thing where he was like talking and it's like you know pretty much telling like all of his employees that they need to work extra hard to make Twitter, you know, cause they really, they're doing the jobs of multiple people. Yeah. And so then like, he's like, at that like, Hmm, well, but then I have them working for free mm-hmm. and, uh, yeah, that, that should, that should continue. It's just like, yeah, it's, yeah, he just, he just wants to have an exploited workforce that he mm-hmm. can, that he can continue to use and possibly like increase like the value of his stock at some point. It's just like, and really, like, but he's look at, but you should look at Elon Musk and see, like, that is a complete failure of someone who doesn't know what the fuck they're doing. Yeah, like, who <laughs> who counts Elon Musk's takeover of Twitter as a success? Like, they lost yeah. most of their advertisers. You know what? They might still be making around the same type of revenue because they laid off so many people. But like, it's a fucking laughing stock. Yeah, it's still operable, but you know maybe for how long yeah because like a lot of people who have a lot of like i mean there there's been a lot of times where fucking twitter's just gone down shit's just fucked up since elon's taken over yeah. you know it's not a and he's perfectly openly, he's site. openly transphobic on uh, uh you know on on his timeline mm-hmm. like he is just like a piece of garbage he's a piece of human shit yep and and he and he's just tanking the entire thing like like you have like you the the sorts of ads you get are mm-hmm. fucking, fucking like my pillow and like um anime pornography mm-hmm. like that's, like that's the kind of shit that you're pretty much left with especially yeah, you know, go and block every single advertiser and it's just like yeah this is this is the stuff that ekes out it's mm-hmm. like it's 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 a garbage site it is it is um so kind of closing this out here uh huffman said reddit isn't profitable and in Thursday's interview, he said its annual revenue is less than $1 billion. Conversely, Meta, the owner of Instagram and Facebook, reported revenue last year of $116.6 billion. So it's not making a lot of money, comparatively. Yeah. I mean, a billion dollars is a lot of fucking mm-hmm. money. Um, to reduce, uh, to boost revenue and reduce costs, Reddit plans on beginning charging other businesses more money for access to its application programming interface or API, the software that allows apps and third party apps to talk to one another. Um, this is expected to kill off apps like Apollo or RIF, formerly Reddit is fun, which some people use instead of Reddit's own app to access and post on the site. Uh, those competing Mm. apps are often ad free. So this is another thing to try to force ads on people. Yeah, force ads. Um, so uh, Huffman declined to speculate on the timing of a potential initial public offering of stock or IPO, saying, quote, I want to get there someday when the market is ready and the business is ready. We'll get there when we get there, he said. So this is pretty obvious, right? Mm. It's pretty obvious he's trying to make it appear that this business can be profitable by doing an Elon Musk and just cutting out 
everything from the business so it can have one profitable quarter before everyone abandons it yep. and it's fucking gone. Yep, they think, yeah, yeah just like just doing the pump and dump shit. <laughs> just, mm-hmm. like, just like, you know, extract as much value as possible in a very short amount of time and then get rid mm-hmm. of it. But yeah, it's like, but that's not that's not working well. Like for, for who he's modeling his his um, his uh, his uh, plans over, mm-hmm. like like Elon Musk is lo- is losing is actively losing billions of dollars <laughs> on this purchase, right? So research published last year by three computer scientists estimated that volunteer Reddit moderators spent at least four hundred and sixty six hours every single day on the work. Uh, if they were paid at $20 an hour, the expense would equal $3.4 million a year, mm. or approximately 3% of Reddit's revenue from 2019. Yep. So this is just like basically a business decision for them. Like yep. this is 3% of their revenue that they can't afford to lose. Mm. And so they're going to try to make it work for them in any way possible. And the way possible they want to do it is by fucking people over. Yep. So that sucks. Um... Yeah, that's uh, so. That's that. That's uh, that's why we're not on Reddit right now. Yeah. So f- fuck them. Fuck them. Fuck them. We don't. We don't need Reddit. We got all other types of social media sites to post, baby. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Mm. All right. Let's move on to uh, some something very depressing. Oh boy. Um. So. Nah, this is kind of okay news, I guess. So Biden has uh, pledged $930 million in grants to expand internet access to every home in the U.S. This is from an AP article. Massive federal effort to expand internet access to every home in the U.S. took a major step forward on Friday with the announcement of $930 million in grants to shore up connections in remote parts of Alaska, rural Texas, and dozens of other places where significant gaps in connectivity per, uh, persist. I mean, we've we've paid so many grants to like all of the telecom companies to already do this. Mm-hmm. You know, they were supposed to roll out fiber nationwide like over a decade ago with the several billion dollars we gave them. I wonder what they did with that money. Right, mm-hmm. right in what someone's just, pocket. Yeah, right. Yeah, that's the thing. Yeah, this is just like like money laundering again. It like is. everything, it's, it's everything, corruption. Everything, yeah. everything in the United States is just money laundering in different forms. Yeah, it's it's all like a, a pyramid scheme or a Ponzi scheme. Yeah. one of the two. Like, like honest, like yeah. On but on yeah, paper, it seems like oh yeah, like we need to expand internet access to these rural areas because especially like living in the United States now, you cannot you, if you want to do anything, you want to get a job, mm-hmm. you want to you know you want to apply to a job, you want to do anything you need internet access Mm -hmm. like you pay bills all that shit and so i can see like yeah expanding internet access to those places that don't have it It, well the thing though is that blows me away is they're doing it specifically for broadband internet when we in fact have all of the technology we need to do satellite internet Mm. so instead of doing that though they're building landlines for a lot of money Including uh, eight hundred or eighty-eight million, eighty-eight point nine million dollars to Alaska for the Nome to Homer Express route. That's Nome to Homer. Oh, yep. Um, let's see. Uh, we got seventy-three million dollars going to California for the California Middle Mile Broadband Initiative. Uh, oh, by the way, the Nome to Homer Express route is probably just going to go to one company. There's one major telecom in Alaska called mm. GCI. It's definitely going to go to them. 
Yeah, like it, they probably have a plan to do it over the course of like ten years, and yep. it'll never get made. Yeah, and by that time, like everyone's gonna have internet on the fuck by satellite. So. Yeah, like the technology will eventually catch up, and yeah, like it'll be like, like I think that's what they always count on, just like getting it and waiting until people forget, and then just mm-hmm. like go that money going directly into their pockets. And one one must wonder why, if we spend so much and we realize as a society that having broadband access is such an important public tool, why are we not making it u- a utility that's required, that's provided by the government? Yep, and again, that goes into like the last thing about mm-hmm. you know Reddit and stuff like. Okay, like all of these websites should be publicly owned, and they yeah. should be free access for everybody. Yeah, you want you want real <laughs> democracy, guy. Take yeah. the profit motive out. Take yeah, take the profit motive out, and mm-hmm. then like you realize that this is a utility that you are required to have, and just make it free and accessible for everyone. <laughs> right. It's weird how like all of our public forums now are privately owned. Yeah, that's probably not a good thing. No. Nope. Yeah. Or or they're owned by like shareholders, like who have. You know, they're, the company has a fiduciary duty to enrich them. And it's always insane, like, where we're just, like, out, like, we're constantly, like, being told that, like, mm-hmm. uh, take putting everything in the private sector will actually improve everything. You know, like, you know, schools, mm-hmm. like, schools, everything else, like, they need to be privately owned. And But you can really just point to anything that's, like, degraded over the last, like, 20 years and just show, like, how they've been take it over by private privately owned companies and how yeah. like they they're dog shit yeah uh, <laughs> prisons airlines mm-hmm. the railways mm-hmm. railways mm-hmm. everything like is. have have they gotten more efficient and less expensive yeah <laughs> have they gotten have they turned into fucking dog shit and like you know created an upward transfer of wealth also yes also yes and that that's the thing is like yeah things have gotten more expensive but there's been a giant upward transfer of wealth where a middle class person would have been able to afford those things back in the day mm-hmm. just as easily as you know an upper middle class person mm-hmm. would now and so yeah if anything they cut off accessibility to these things to normal people it's just like yeah it's like yeah these things and they're and they're basically falling apart because mm-hmm. like maintaining them in a in a in a, in a in a way that would actually make them just like safe mm-hmm. <laughs> like because that's a yeah safety is going out the window like you, if, if 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 they were actually to spend money on just maintaining like on on, the, on their functionality mm-hmm. that would be money that's not going into their pockets <laughs> and so it's mm-hmm. just like yeah like when you when you just create the profit motive yeah everyone's just looking to squeeze it like there's just like taking taking a stone and squeezing it until all the blood comes out and mm-hmm. then just like and just saying fuck everything else yeah until the stone cracks <laughs> i mean that that's all capitalism is is squeezing the stone until it cracks and then moving on to a different stone yeah. mm-hmm. like we don't it's it's all about continuing the consumption and not about building anything that can last in like institutions even that can last mm-hmm. which is why like a public forum cannot be privately owned and exist for too long of a time because mm-hmm. it exists in contradiction of itself. Yeah. So, R.I.P. Reddit. <laughs> uh, going back to the uh, infrastructure thing here, uh, the grants were set in motion by the $65 billion allocated by Congress for broadband is part of the $1 trillion infrastructure measure Biden signed into law in 2021. 
raised. Most of the money from that $65 billion, $42.5 billion, will be distributed to states as part of the Broadband Equity Access and Deployment, or BEAD, program partly based on the new federal maps identifying areas that aren't connected. So one trillion, that's that's a lot of money, man. It's a lot of money, man. Mm-hmm. Um, states allotments for BEAD are expected to be announced at the end of this month. States will then uh, run their own programs to identify recipients that would build out last mile networks to unserved communities. Why, why, uh, why is like AmeriCorps and shit not trained to do this shit? Or the, the fucking army in mm-hmm. peacetime, like, our army is just sitting and doing war games, doing fucking nothing. It is easy to lay broadband cable. I did it with a crew of a bunch of stoners for a year. Yeah. <laughs> like, it, when I was, like, 18. Like, mm-hmm. it's it's not difficult work. It's a little, you know, physically strenuous. But, you know, you got the fucking military here. You yep. got guys who are doing push-ups all day and shit. Yep. Like, the U.S. military is one of the largest underutilized workforces in the world mm-hmm. if not the largest probably yep. the largest actually yeah like what the fuck is the military doing you know they're you know like just maintaining political and military power across the world doing what yeah just what are they actually doing uh, what do they get up and do every day that's <laughs> that's of any time. consequence they do they do fucking war games and shit they practice to go to war and it's, yeah it's same with the police like you know they're they're they take a bulk of the of uh like you know, look at New York uh, mm-hmm. City that just has like that that has like enough police officers <laughs> to take over. That are you know, uh, they, I think they have like the same funding as like some small military budget of some small countries. Mm-hmm. They do and, absolutely, and it's just like, if and I, what are they doing? They're just mm-hmm. like standing around inside subways all day, and and just like and just like uh, and uh, harass people. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, the New York City has like a larger standing military in their police force than like most states do. Yeah, they don't do it's, shit. It's crazy. And, and yeah, and, and you can and then you can look at like you know there's the subway, their infrastructure is falling apart. Oh yeah, and, and, and the, like, they have cops in like every single subway station, and yet still you have like vigilante fucking killers killing homeless people for no reason. Yeah, which is all sorts of fucked up. Mm-hmm. All sorts of fucked up. Yeah. But yeah, uh, turn turn all internet into utility. Turn yeah. all things required for life and communication into a utility. Yep. It's Absolutely. that easy. It's not hard. It just requires giving money to the middle and lower classes instead of rich people. <laughs> not that hard. Uh, next, we actually do have some good news-ish. Mm. So... Um, uh, this one's by uh, Nathan Bomey from Axios. So ticket giants Live Nation and SeatGeek have committed to reveal the entire cost of certain tickets up front when consumers are shopping for options, eliminating what critics have called junk fees, the White House announced Thursdays, Thursday. Um, so junk fees jack up ticket costs, so they are higher than the sticker price on many ticketing sites, undercutting accessibility to some of the hottest shows as demand for concerts is soaring. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, especially so, now when COVID is over. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so the uh, the issue was brought to further public attention during the Ticketmaster meltdown when tickets of first Taylor Swift Eras tour went on sale last fall, and then furthermore, uh, when the Kier's newest tour went on sale and uh, Robert Smith demanded that they remove the fees, which they did remove some of the fees. Mm. So big ups to Robert Smith of the Kier. Yeah, good good guy. 
Um, so President Biden called for transparent pricing on ticketing sites, even mentioning the issue during his State of the Union address earlier this year. Um, it will uh, so Live Nation, the owner of Ticketmaster, will show pricing upfront for shows at more than 200 venues and festivals it owns across the country, which I don't know, like a. a an all-inclusive ticketing site that covers venues that not just that they own i think is a dangerous thing for the country and mm-hmm. also like i don't know how they haven't been subject to monopoly law at this point in antitrust yeah. like it's like i mean i haven't used Ticketmaster in a long time i try you, not to but yeah. like the last couple concerts i went to i went to seal on monday oh yeah i saw that yeah 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 and seal was fucking awesome <laughs> but that that was it was sold by Ticketmaster. Uh, I, I just haven't used them because i haven't been going to any concerts yeah it's fair it's yeah fair. but um yeah fucking it i sucks. can't remember the last time i had to i used them mm-hmm. probably sounds nice maybe. must be nice must yeah. be fucking nice um so this will also give t- uh, customers an option to see the full ticket price up front on other tickets sold on Ticketmaster. Uh, other companies, including Airbnb and Dice, uh, have made similar commitments as per the White House. So um, for tickets sold on the primary market, fees increase the sticker price by an average of 27%. Wow. The uh, Government Accountability Office reported in 2018. I do, I do remember that, like, yeah, like, buying a ticket and being, like, okay, and then, like, all these, like, fees are just, like, what are these even for? Right, like, you buy, how, like, a $20 ticket and it costs 35 bucks. I'm like, like, what? Well, yeah, like, why? Where is this money going to? Exactly. <laughs> and that's the thing is, like, uh, yeah, a lot of times it'll be just, like, to venue and security and, yeah. like, but I'm, like, just put the whole fucking sticker price up front so I'm not, like... You know, oh, two tickets for forty bucks, and then I see it's one ticket for forty bucks. Yeah, it's like, oh, by the way, yeah, like Ticketmaster needs you to pay this convenience fee for using their yeah, service. It's it, like, yeah, you're, you're, you know. it's, it's fucking classist. It's, yeah. it's the, it's their company making an algorithm that says, uh, you know, if you're willing to pay this much, we actually know you'll pay this much, and mm-hmm. this is much how much money we can fucking bleed from you. Yeah, um, man, fuck them. Fuck so, them. fuck Ticketmaster. Yeah. Uh, for tickets sold on the secondary market, fees add an average of 31% more. Mm. Even more, Jesus. So, um, yeah. Uh, Live Nation said in a statement, uh, quote, fans typically know tickets will include service fees, but seeing the total cost from the start makes buying tickets easier and consistent with other retail shopping experiences. All retail shopping <laughs> experiences, Live Nation. You're the only place that adds all these fucking hidden fees. Yeah. Where the where the fuck else am I going that's adding all of these hidden fees? Mm. I mean, I guess there's a couple apps like DoorDash and whatever, but I don't use those. Yeah. Like, th- there's there's no other place I go. I like. It, no, it's it's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. It's ridiculous. 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 So yeah. Um. Fuck. 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 Live Nation. Fuck. Fuck all that shit, son. Mm-hmm. Fuck all that shit. Fuck that. Yeah. So here's some good news. Mm-hmm. Uh, UPS workers have voted to authorize a strike while cheering unexpected progress on heat. Oh, safety. yeah. I saw this because I used to be a uh, yeah. UPS worker. Yeah. And you still I, get the, the newsletters and stuff? Or? No, I wish. Uh, I haven't worked for them for quite some time. But, not, but I wasn't a driver. Mm-hmm. I was a, um, a loader which like this will talk about like yeah the heat like, and like metallica in the late 90s yeah loader no i was the guy who the Kurt loader. I, I was one of the guys who loaded um uh the uh the um 
16 wheelers like the giant truck that like once once like packages would come to a hub mm. then we would from that hub uh we would uh there were certain other places where, like depending on where in the country they needed to go like if like packages were going material handling <laughs> material hand, yeah right. packages were going to the west coast we put like all the west coast packages into a into a into a um, truck that was going that direction. Yeah. So yeah, uh, my job was just to be in the truck and just like load, do Tetris with the walls all day. That sounds like a thing. Yeah, it was fun. Yeah, yeah. Very, sounds, sounds very like it'll destroy your back after a while. I was buff as fuck. Oh, like I I, there's a picture of me and like someone took a picture of my like I was at the beach and I was like I was like <laughs> I was oh, just yeah. like yeah because you just, just yoked. Yeah, I was getting yoked. Yeah, it was actually a good job. That was a fir- one of the first times I had uh, health insurance. <laughs> Hey, I bet you were unionized. And I was a union you member. Yeah, I loved it. He was a union man. Union man. So uh, this article comes from uh, NBC News by Adiel Kaplan and J.J. McCorvey. Unionized UPS employees voted overwhelmingly to authorize a strike as contract negotiations continue, clearing the way for a potential work stoppage as soon as August the 1st. Some 97% of workers who cast ballots voted in favor of the move, Teamster leader said Friday, after more than a week of voting that preceded Tuesday night's tentative deal on heat safety that would cover 340,000 delivery drivers and package handlers at the nation's largest carrier. Teamster's president, Sean O'Brien, who was recently elected, um, said in a statement that the vote showed workers, quote, are united and determined to get the best contract in our history at UPS. If this multi-billion dollar corporation fails to deliver on the contract that our hardworking members deserve, UPS will be striking itself, unquote. UPS acknowledged the vote outcome and noted that Friday's strike authorization doesn't automatically trigger a work stoppage, saying, quote, The results do not mean a strike is imminent and do not impact our current business operations in any way. We continue to make progress on key issues and remain confident that we will reach an agreement that provides wins for our employees, the Teamsters, our companies, and our customers. Mm-hmm. Why, wh- I mean, what's what's the negotiation on heat safety other than tell us what you need? Yeah. Like, like, like at what point are they like, hey, I'm sorry, we can't afford for the warehouse to be uh 72 degrees it has to be 76 because 72 costs too much I, I saw pictures someone was take was using a temperature gun to to show the heat inside their thing it was 128 degrees holy fucking shit <laughs> like that's yeah. inhuman that's yeah. a great way to die yeah yeah it's it's it was insane like like that's way too much that I mean my job gets hot as fuck like yeah. uh like uh especially now especially now like i mean you work in a sparks factory though yeah so work- and I, li- I work next to some of the paint ovens and oh wow so, and so it gets it's usually 10 degrees hotter of whatever it is outside mm-hmm. and that's why like one day when it was like when during the 110 days yeah oh my like, god they, am, they should not have opened the doors to your work those days that, no, that's dangerous as fuck yeah i was surprised they did and but they no did. no you're not Nah, no, no, you're not. not. No, you're you are not surprised anytime they exploit yeah, you at yeah. that job. You're just like, Welp. They were only open for like a couple hours before they realized it was inhumane. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and um yeah, like and I'm glad like yeah, it just makes sense, like and it's kind of and it's sad because, you know, you look at like all the Amazon trucks that mm-hmm. absolutely have have air conditioning and it's just like why couldn't that also be the same for well, because UPS, they have to have no doors. Yeah. Because that makes it easier to deliver a package if you have no doors whatsoever. <laughs> yeah. 
and just a little fan right there. Yeah. Like, it always makes me so sad. And, but you get to wear little tiny shorts. You do get to wear shorts and a little cute shirt. Yeah. Year round. Ugh. <laughs> Imagine being required to wear shorts for work. I would love that. Well, yeah, you're a shorts guy. Though. I am a shorts guy. I guess I am a shorts guy, too, but, like, the shorts I wear, they would not allow me to wear at work. <laughs> no. They'd, They'd be, be like, Brit, Brit, we can see your ass again. And I'd be <laughs> yeah. like, yeah, why do you think I bought Brit, these shorts? Um, or we need to have a discussion again what constitutes a short and what is a thong. Yeah, I'm like. <laughs> and you are wearing a thong. Listen, buddy, <laughs> it's short. It's got short in the name. It's short. Look, these are just very, these are very short uh, uh, legs, pant legs. and like. Yeah, I just, I just put them in my ass crease. They're okay? just, they're just, they're, they're, just oh. like, they're just like an inch, in, <laughs> like not even an inch. <laughs> is, they're just, no, I'm sorry, it, they're real pants. They're just made out of sheer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Yes. And they're made out of uh, transparent silk and uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> that helps me breathe, helps me breathe. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, it's surprising. Like I did not know. Like like uh, I wasn't. I was never a driver, but mm-hmm. I had no idea that. Uh, I mean, especially now, it's getting so bad where every like every summer is getting hotter than the last. Yes. <laughs> like if you you cannot deny that like 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 shit's getting too damn hot. Like we're. I mean, ha- you you can deny it. Um, yeah, you if can you vote deny Republican. It. Yeah, apparently. and just be like la la la. There's no there's no climate change emergency. Like the world is not heating up and eventually going to cook everybody on the planet. La la yeah. la la. Yeah, no no. There's not a legion of scientists <laughs> sounding that alarm every single day. Yeah yeah, and you you can deny you can deny the inform- the uh, evidence in front of your face all you want, but mm-hmm. like it the the but like <laughs> the reality is yeah like. It, everything's getting too hot like and you 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 can physically see it and just like yeah like people people need air everyone needs ac mm-hmm. <laughs> like yeah. things that you know wasn't a concern before with like with regards to heat mm-hmm. now definitely a concern yeah like just in general like any workplace should never be over like 80 85 degrees no regardless of what it is like if you can't maintain those standards figure out a way to maintain those standards, figure out personal safety equipment mm-hmm. and personal uh, cooling equipment for yeah. your workers, like, you know, neck fans, shit like that. Yeah, we got five-minute heat breaks when it gets to Oh, my be, God. I know. I'm like, And I bet half the guys are smoking outside on that break. Yeah, yeah. Well, like, they're like, okay, guys, no play on your phones, no going outside to smoke because you're supposed to just take off your well, your leather jacket and then stand in front of a fan. <laughs> if you, yeah, they should just have, like, a, a little walk-in freezer or something. I wish. That would see, I, I, I feel that be too cold because especially oh, how yeah, much I, yeah you sweat how much i sweat yeah like it's, your body. it's gross because i wear like a black work shirt yeah at work and then like i take off my my well jacket and there's just like salt stains cool all over my shirt all over my clothes oh, because yeah. i've just sweat so much That's probably why you change when you come here that is why i change that makes sense <laughs> yeah because yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, i'm like oh yeah i'm covered in sweat and dirt Yes. Yep. The 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 two big ones. Yeah, the two big ones. S and D, baby. S and D. S and that D. S and that D. You and me. S and D. Uh, yeah, but that that's pretty much it. Um, you know, good uh, good luck to yeah, good luck to our union brothers. Yeah, we love we love UPS. Yeah, we do. We uh, we love anyone. I mean, UPS doesn't deliver any soy truck stuff, mm-hmm. but uh, you know, we we stand in solidarity with all. Uh, mail deliverers, uh, package deliverers, they they literally keep our society running. Yes. Like, without them, uh, like, people people would be very shocked, probably, if, uh, if like, all of the, the mail services just stopped tomorrow. Oh, yeah. Like, there, it would... It would I can't get my thing! 
beans. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like yeah. everyone needs their treats and their things in this consumption society. Mm-hmm. And the only people who bring them to us by and large are the, the fellas in shorts, our, uh, mm-hmm. our UPS, USPS, FedEx, DHL, uh, and uh, other small independent carriers. Yeah. Polo I wouldn't call them small. Oh, I'm, I'm talking the other smaller ones. Oh, yeah. Are, oh, yeah. And the small ones. Yeah. 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 That aren't like as big as DHL. Yeah. Or yeah. UPS yeah. Or any of those. Yeah. Our bike messengers. Hell, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We, uh, the, the thin bike line. Yeah. The thin bike line. Yeah. We, the, the thin bike lane, actually. Yeah. Kevin Bacon. What? You ever watch that movie, Quicksilver? No. Yeah. He plays a, he plays a, uh, bike messenger. Oh, yeah. Without, without seeing that movie, that, you just saying Kevin Bacon confused me a lot. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Kevin? <laughs> Kevin Bacon. Hey, Kevin Bacon. Kevin Bacon. Kevin Bacon. <laughs> so here's, uh, you know, we, we've had maybe too much good news. So we're Oh, yeah, we need more bad news. So nearly one in five U.S. adults have been diagnosed with depression, and the prevalence varies dramatically by state, the CDC finds. Uh, this is by Jacqueline Howard from CNN. CNN. Uh, so... Says here, the proportion of U.S. adults who have been diagnosed with depression ranges greatly depending on where they live. A new report published Thursday, Thursday by the U.S. Centers for Disease Control and Prevention finds that in 2020, 18.4% of U.S. adults reported having been diagnosed with depression over their lifetimes. But state by state, the percentage of adults ranged from an estimated 12.7% in Hawaii to the highest percentage at 27.5% in West Virginia. Mm. Right? Uh, There was considerable geographic variation in the prevalence of depression with the highest rate of county estimates of depression observed along the Appalachian and southern Mississippi Valley regions, researchers from the CDC and Oak Ridge Institute for Science and Education in Tennessee wrote in the new report. Weird. I feel like those are poverty-stricken places. Yeah, like places where all the value was extracted and then, like, they were abandoned. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and places <laughs> and where, like, slavery existed. Yeah. Uh, and there's and there's nothing else. There's there's very little left there for, uh, for and as in jobs and just, like, mm-hmm. infrastructure yep. that benefit anybody. <laughs> right. So... Quote, uh, this report provides current estimates of national state level and county level prevalence of adults reporting a lifetime diagnosis of depression. These estimates can help decision makers guide resource allocation to areas where the need is greatest. Okay, uh, what resource allocation? Mm -hmm. I mean, no matter how much therapy and medication you send down there, the root cause of depression in those places is not, not enough antidepressants. Yeah. That's that's the thing. Yeah, it's 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 very material based. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just like, why do you think ev- why do you think depression is lowest in Hawaii? Yeah, they live in paradise. <laughs> yeah. But even still, yeah, you know, like I can like there's like a lot of like poverty in, in Hawaii as well. True, true. Yeah, like just like there is like people who, yeah, it's like but it's everywhere. Yeah, but like, yeah, but like you see a lot of people moving to Hawaii. Yeah, mm-hmm. just like. Yeah, the rich people. (laughs) Indeed. So the survey showed that the 10 states with the highest prevalence of adults saying they've been diagnosed with depression uh, before were in descending order. West Virginia, Kentucky, Tennessee, Arkansas, Vermont, Alabama, Louisiana, Washington, Missouri, and Montana. Mm. uh, Washington's actually up there in the top 10. I can see that. Uh, When the researchers analyzed the data by county, they found that the prevalence of depression ranged from 
10.7% in Alaska's Aleutian East Borough County to 31.9% in Logan County, West Virginia. Hmm. So Logan County sounds like a real fucking awful place to be. <laughs> yeah. uh, researchers also found that uh, depression w- overall was 24% among women compared with 13.3% among men hmm. and 21.5% in younger adults ages 18 to 14 versus 14% in adults 65 and older. I do wonder if, like, yeah, that that dynamic is also like the like the gulf between like the depression between men and women is also be- due to because like men won't remit, mm-hmm. <laughs> like uh, like depression or feelings or right right yeah there is like I, I remember the other like uh, you know uh, I had one of guy at work like reading like a mental health type thing mm-hmm. he's like saying like you know it's like you know I've never suffered depression in my life but you know I, that's not something that affects me. <laughs> I don't think anyone has never suffered depression. Yeah, I, I just thought that, but I just thought that was funny that he that he was was just like, oh yeah, that's not something that I ever I've ever encountered no. or dealt with in my. I'm life. all positive vibes, yeah, all yeah. the time, motherfucker. Yeah, I was I was like, okay, okay. Yeah, my, my brain chemicals <laughs> the best, the best. Like that's I, why I, that's why I'm a welder. I'm not a fucking pussy. Mm, yeah. <laughs> um. So, uh, prevalence was also higher among white adults and adults who attained attained less than a high school education, mm. uh, which also, yeah, the high school education also correlates to higher poverty rates. Yep. So, great. Previously, a separate report released in May from Gallup found a similar national prevalence of depression in the United States, also finding that about 18% of adults say they're depressed or receiving treatment for it, a jump of more than seven percentage points from 2015. Um, yeah, uh, experts emphasize that awareness around mental health has grown, which could lead to higher rates of diagnosis. And that's not a bad thing saying, quote, we're making it easier to talk about mental health and looking at it as part of our overall wellness, just like physical health. Um, yeah, said I, I, I also just hate the way that they talk about like, about depression, like, you know, we have to have more conversations about mental health. Okay. Well, also like recognize the fact that it's material that's materially based it's materially like- based and it's also a thing that like we if we need to have conversations around mental health we need to have access to mental health for yeah. universal access and and mm. by that i mean you know healthcare for all yeah absolutely yeah and yeah it's like you know obviously not all the time it's like not based in, in material conditions but mm. like a lot of time it is and you're just in the and showing like that it affects like people who are who, who like who overwhelmingly uh, face poverty-like conditions, mm-hmm. and you know, or, you know, just like yeah, you can see like yeah, of course, like if you're w- overworked, if you can't meet, if you can't make bills, mm-hmm. it like yeah, of course you're going to be sad. You're going to be broken down by the by by you know, the situation you're living in, like, mm-hmm. and then of course yeah, it's like oh, the people who aren't you know <laughs> who have who have everything they could want, yeah. Like yeah, the yeah. people who are whose needs whose whose needs are met like uh, physically, uh, you know, spiritually, everything else. Uh, uh, like post materialist. Post materialist, yeah. The, oh. Who are who have those their needs their basic needs met where they can just like function like a you know function normally like mm-hmm. yeah they're fine yeah <laughs> as as you would be as, as you would be as you would be with privilege and knowing that your place in this world is secure at all times yeah and then, but then like saying like oh well we need to 
we need to like have a nice discussion so it's like you know and then like that's where you get like you know corporate like readings like hey be aware like do something mm-hmm. nice for yourself type thing oh yeah just, like, like like fucking an employee will like you know off themselves and they'll you know do like a a nice two-hour seminar on like mm. hey you should treat yourself yeah well, you should treat you yourself. know what you, you want that ice cream get the ice cream feel good about yeah. it yeah what's the what's the term that they use at work like um do a bit do a mindfulness exercise oh my god and 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 so like yeah that's this is like the the solution it's like these like their their solution to these things are not like okay well what we can do what we can do to make sure that these people alleviate their struggle mm-hmm. the struggle that's the cause of their depression right. okay well that takes money yeah. Well, what if we what if we put the onus on them? Like, okay, well, you just need to take uh, like five minutes, mm-hmm. not 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 working minutes. God, yeah. no, not working minutes. No, God, <laughs> but like you need to take five minutes out of the day, out of your work day, on, you know, on your break right. or you know whatever, like to do a mindfulness exercise where mm-hmm. you fucking like close your eyes and then imagine if that your life's not a fucking piece of shit. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> it's just like, okay. <laughs> it's like, yeah. all right, great. And yeah. And that whole mi- whole five minutes, you're just thinking. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's that, yeah, nothing productive. <laughs> yeah. That's, that, that's just like the definition of every, every solution that we have in America. It's like nothing productive. No productive solution is ever, no, because- ever achieved. It's just like these weird little band-aids that we convince ourselves work, like mindfulness exercises, like a room, like, you know, just like, you know, give, give pizza, have pizza Fridays, you know, give people cookies type mm-hmm. shit, like. It's 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 nothing. It's nothing. Yeah, and, and it's I mean it's it's all predicated on the terrible terrible idea that both like Democrats and Republicans have in this country, mm-hmm. where Democrats just you know think that uh, you know fuck uh, how do I put this? Um, uh, there is nothing systemically wrong. Yeah. Everything is yeah, a combination of bad actors doing yep. the wrong thing and there's no deep systemic rot mm-hmm. until until there's nothing they can do about it and then they refuse to change it. Yeah. Uh par example are the fucking Supreme Court of the mm-hmm. United States at the moment. Like Joe Biden knows it's all fucked up. Mm-hmm. He knows that basically by getting elected, not even with the popular election, like uh fucking in in four years Trump was able to put three fucking judges there that will be there for fucking ever. Mm-hmm. That will be there for the next 20, 30, 40 years maybe. Yeah. Um, which is a nightmare scenario. Mm-hmm. But Joe Biden knows that's wrong. But what's he going to do about it? Fuck all. Yeah. He could stack the Supreme Court. Fuck all. Yeah. If there is any, any talk about systemic rot in this country, it's like wokeness. It's because there's a black character in a fucking Mario movie or some shit like that. Mm-hmm. It's 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 nothing. Well, and that's the thing: the only systemic rot that's ever talked about is on the Republican side. Yeah. But the systemic rot is only one half of the system, and that's the Democrats' half. Yeah. And, which and, I'm like, no, you're literally the same party. You just serve different business interests. Yeah. One of you serves Coke, the other serves Pepsi. Yeah. yeah. The Democratic rot is no one following enough rules. Mm-hmm. No one, no one's following the rules or the or the conventions of right. Or, and every everything would be perfect if everyone followed the rules because like everything's always been perfect when people have followed the rules like when you know Mm -hmm. slavery was legal (laughs) yeah 
That was perfect because all the slaves were following the slave rules. Yep. It only things only only bad things happened when the slaves, you know, went out of pocket. You yep. know? Come on. Yeah, the systemic right on the right, uh, the excuse by right is that the trans people are allowed to exist, mm-hmm. and systemic right on the left or the left like rep- Democrats. Yeah. is oh, there's not enough people in power following the right rules. Right. Whereas <laughs> whereas the left, you know, uh, Marxists like us <laughs> see that all of these systems are based on contradictions like yeah, they were built on, contra- on contradictions and they cannot survive nope and they shouldn't survive because like capitalism just doesn't work in yeah. this way like it doesn't actually help people yeah it extracts from people yep and depression is a side effect of capitalism yep like it's it's a side effect of being exploited and knowing day in and day out that you really have no agency whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Your boss has agency over your life, not you. Your landlord has agency over your life. Not you. Not yeah. you. Yeah. No. Yeah. Like yeah. people with more money always have more control over your life mm-hmm. than you do. Yeah. It's not a good thing. No. Yeah. Not at all. No. Yeah. Well, that sucks. Yeah. I think that's a good place for us to leave it. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah. So, uh... Sorry if we get everyone depressed. Are we sorry? Yeah, I guess. We're informing people. We're informing. We're doing a public service here, <laughs> all right? Yeah, do your mindfulness exercises after this. Like, do a mindfulness exercise and, uh... Yeah, happy. the whole time, just think, uh... <laughs> make your list. Make your list. Your boss... Your boss's boss, your boss's boss's boss, the chairman of the board, the top shareholders. That's a true mindfulness exercise. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Really, you know, realize the people in your life and how they're affecting it. And, uh, you know, if some of them are affecting it in the wrong way. Yeah. Why not? I can give some reasons why not, but I won't. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I won't. won't. Yeah. No, that's that's not positive. All right. That's not that's not. Uh, you know, that's that's not calling for real change. No. Yeah. No. Yep. All right. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for joining us, everybody. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye.